0: You're listening to Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technologically advanced silhouette decoy on the market. First Light, the best hunting gear on the planet. Go farther, stay longer. And Duck Lander calls. Tradition, education, and quality. Built to hunt.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Union 430. This is episode 153. And it's been it's been a minute, man, since we've had the unofficial sixth member of the union, Mr. Jeff Coates, Captain Jeff Coates, Mr. Pit Boss Waterfowl himself. Welcome back, buddy. It's it's great to see you. And I, I gotta tell you, those locks are coming in long right now.
0: Everybody thought I was bald, man. But I got to stop you. You got to give me a better, hey, everybody, we're back. Come on, man. I got to amp you up some.
1: Okay. Hey, everybody, we're <laughs> back.
0: There, you go. It,
1: there we go. We're back. This is episode 153. And the man that is in Maryland, and you guys know him because he's the unofficial sixth member of the Union 0430, Mr. Pit Boss himself, Jeff Coates. Welcome back, brother. How's that? Thank you.
0: Thank you. I, I like that better. Thank you very okay.
1: much. Okay. I got to work. I got to work on it. I'm I'm thrown at a whack right now because the last couple episodes, I've had to do them on like Saturday afternoons and here we are Saturday afternoon. Looks like you got a beautiful day down in Maryland. Um, it's beautiful up here. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of kind of at a, at a, at a whack here right now. So I'll, I'll work on my enthusiasm.
0: I just trying to help you out, man. I'm here thank for you.
1: I know you are. I know you are. how are you been, man? It's been it's been a minute since we chatted.
0: it has been it has been a hundred percent man, busy and good, good and busy. Um, I am sitting at the in our unofficial outdoor studio, so I hope the audio is not too bad for you. No, um, but now it just, yeah, it, we've just been um it's just been busy, and I always say that busy and good, good and busy. Uh, things are moving much slower here than truly what what i anticipated way way back you know when yep. when the project first started um but you know it's still moving forward but my, my famous not famous but my line that i use most currently monday turns into friday turns into another week that nothing got done and n- not from a lack of trying on our part but just other people that um certain aspects of this chris wilhelm whole building outfitters and he's been top notch and no, no problems. And there's been lots of other people like that too. But then some of the other trades you get into, man, like you just nonstop texting and calling and just got to stay on them. Cause like it, it just doesn't get done.
1: Yeah. So I, It seems like it's a common theme on both sides of the, both sides of the border because I've got a friend that's, that's building a house. He's, he's getting a new house built. And uh, he's telling me like, he'll go three and four days. Um and and the contractor just won't even show up. You know what I mean? Like and he he's got his he's got his sub floor down and he's just waiting for framing and and they're like, Yeah, it's calling for rain, so we're not coming and and then I, there's I no tell, rain. I can,
0: I can tell you one hundred percent, I'm not exaggerating on this at all. There's two and I kinda try to take I'm not the best note, note taker, but I I do take notes. I can tell you there were two periods with the electric contractor that two weeks went by that like, zero got done, whether it was trying something to get inspected. Um, wow. They went off on a tangent someplace else doing something else. And, you know, so two weeks, you know, turns into four weeks. And that, that's another whole, yeah. I don't want to whine and complain, but there's another month of interest paid on a construction loan that, like, nothing, nothing. You know, basically, yeah. I feel like the electric, they held us up at least a month. Wow. We had to pay a month extra uh, in
1: yeah. insurance
0: on the construction because they didn't, they didn't do anything. So anyway
1: um no but but it's got to be frustrating because you know i i know how busy both you and karen are and and the longer these things get postponed or the longer it takes for things to actually get done well it it just bleeds into another activity or another thing that has to get done right like your season's coming up soon
0: flying summer's flying by yes well, it is and i that's... said
1: to my wife this morning i said you know when when you were a teenager did it seem like the summer was like long like when you got out from school for summer it seemed like the summer just went on forever and now like you just said monday turns into friday and it's another week gone yep
0: that's the truth i, I agree with you on that and uh, maybe, maybe unrealistically, actually, Chris was here. We had a little get together last night. Chris was here and he, he reminded me that I said, oh yeah, April, you know, April 1st, I, we would be in here. And he's like, you know, he kind of said, I don't think that's going to happen. So I was like, okay, well then yeah, may 1st in yeah. may, 1st, and i was sincere about yeah. may 1st. We can make it happen. May 1st. And again, there, there's at least four weeks in there. The electric held us up. So there's another month. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. let's shoot for June, June 1st. And that came and passed. All right. Well, I guess up, July, you know, July 1st is going to be my, my new goal. You know, yeah. and it just, it's just, it's, we're still not hundred percent here, you know, and it's just, it's, I don't know. Um, I don't want to be complaining, I guess more explaining than complaining, but it is, it is what it is. And yeah, I guess I should, I should be, I should feel fortunate. Or I say this to Karen quite often, you know, as much as I want to bitch and complain about everything, you know, we kind of jumped through all the hoops and, and did all the stuff that we had to do that, um, you know, especially you know, being self-employed and trying to get loans and 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 all that type of thing, that I guess I should be happy and fortunate that we're able to do this. And you know, mm-hmm. next year, look back and we'll just say, hey, how you know, we'll be happy. We'll kind of maybe forget about you know some of these some of these trials and tribulations and pains of trying to make it happen. We'll just be happy next year of like, hey, you know, this is this is awesome, and and you know, move on.
1: Yeah, of of course, like when it's all said and done, you'll sit back, have a coffee, and and you know, laugh and, and bring up, you know, some of the frustrations and stuff like that. But it's still and and I don't think I don't think anybody would view you as as though you're complaining, like for any anybody that's been, you know, following your social media for the last year, year and a half. um, They've been following this journey that you and Karen have been on. and And I'm sure the people that follow you are like, man, like, it's taken him a long time to get into that into that house right and and you're not you don't get on your social media and complain and and stuff like that but um but people see it right like they're man like he's still he's still messing around and trying to get into in the pbhq and so um i i don't think anybody thinks that you're complaining but it is a good outlook on life to be able to sit back and say you know what it's frustrating but i'm pretty fortunate that it, that i still get to do this sort of thing right
0: yeah, I mean, because it, it, the worst worst thing would be is that we, you know, we couldn't get this loan or couldn't get this money or do this or that the other, and you know, this wouldn't wouldn't be here, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess I should, is it half full or half empty glass kind of thing, right? So I'm going to look at it and say, well, I mean, even though I'm bothered and and almost say upset, but definitely bothered by certain aspects of of this, um, mm-hmm. I guess I, at the same time I should be, we should be very fortunate that we're able to do this. So you know, we should feel that we're happy and and fortunate we're able to do this
1: so yeah well i know i know what you mean buddy and uh and i don't think uh i don't think any less of you i think it i think it's awesome and and i love it uh i i can't wait to come visit some at some point Uh, i really can't because um i i really just want to be able to see it up close and up close and personal but um
0: you getting here
1: yeah um which which is another it's always a mess man trying to trying to you know piece together stuff and get other people and and other people you know it's easy for me i i'm i'm like you right i'm self employed so i i pretty much make my own schedule so i don't have to rely on a boss or or anything like that when it comes to to making plans right and and i get it other people uh work full-time jobs and and they need vacation time and stuff like that it's just It's frustrating trying to get trying to get a crew together or or actually it's not hard to get a crew together it's just hard to get a crew to to pick a date that that's the hard part but but listen now so the season you know we were talking about it you know the summer is flying by here we are like we're almost at the end of end of july here right now um the season's going to be upon us before you know it like how what are the changes this year to so there's no more that special sea duck season no more right
0: yeah so this will be the second year that there is no special sea duck season in the Atlantic flyaway so basically whatever state you're in when that duck season's open that's when you can target sea ducks so basically not that sea ducks aren't ducks anyway but as Mm -hmm. far as the bag limit and um seasons go sea ducks are now ducks so this is the second year of that um really not much of a change, um, in that, in that aspect of it. Um, the biggest change for us in Maryland, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, uh, the AP goose season, the Atlantic population goose, it's been a 30 a day one bird season for the last three years. And they, mm-hmm. uh, they increased it to a 45 day, uh, two bird. So I know oh, wow. Fred West, Fred Wests of the world are very happy that now they can shoot two Canada geese versus one plus they're getting 15 more days to do it. So, Oh, that's um, good. yeah. That's the upside. The downside is Brant has been a 50-day uh, two bird limit for 50-day two bird season limit for uh, four years, I guess, and it's being decreased to a 30-day one bird uh, this really, year. Eh?
1: I did yeah. hear somebody say, I, I I don't know, maybe I read it or 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 what, but I I remember something about the Brant population, um, not look so it wasn't it wasn't science-based I think it was hunter-based um hunters just saying that they're not seeing brant like they like they normally would see brant. so I don't know if it's if it's the population is affected or if it's just climate change and changing their their flyway or or what but I it seems like I remember reading something about the brant not showing up in places where they normally would
0: yeah, that, I, I can tell you specifically for us here on the Lower Eastern Shore of Maryland and Ocean City area, we we have not had a winter. You know, yes, it, yeah. it's winter, here, but, like, we just have not had cold temperatures. Yeah. Um, Brant is the – I can't – I don't know if it's – I'm going to say it's the only bird. There may be another bird in, in there. But Brant, to my knowledge, is the only bird that they set next year's season on this year's winter count. So, in January, they do the winter count mm-hmm. all, all on Lenten all along the Atlantic Flyway, excuse me. And, uh, whatever that number is or whatever that, that index number is, that's what they base next year's seasonal. on. so, um, the season's drop, bec- you know, because of mm-hmm. the winter, count there's not as many birds, now. whether those birds are someplace else and they're not getting counted. Yeah. You know, I guess that's always a possibility too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I've definitely not seen as many in our areas, uh, over the, over the, really the last three, three seasons,
1: really? uh,
0: yeah particularly for me so um sorry for that noise
1: no never heard
0: yeah okay good it was was loud to me
1: yeah (laughs) uh,
0: well so on the special sea duck season uh ended like the first uh the first week of january so we still had the end of january That basically the last couple years i targeted or concentrated on on brand hunts and um i kind of you know i'm an honest kind of kind of guide and guy yeah. and i would tell people like hey man there's not a lot of brand around if you want to go i'll do my best but at the same time you know if you i'm giving you an out so if you if you don't if you don't want to go or and or if you really need to shoot a limit of them you know i suggest you don't go kind of thing and yeah it's just not a lot around so
1: yeah how are you uh is anybody like are people call are you fully booked up now for for the season are people still able to call and, and get hunts right now
0: uh, i've got four and one of the days happens to be christmas so that's probably not a good book but i've got four single days and i'm already booking because i'm booked now yeah. you guys are are flipping over to the 24 25 season so i'm actually booking you know for the for the wow. following year
1: that's amazing
0: thank you it just happens earlier and quicker each year because but we're in yeah. the july so i will get calls and emails now you know basically through the season and I've learned this over the years, man. And I'm I'm exactly the same way. If I want to do something, you tell me I can't do it, it makes yeah. me want to do it more. And Absolutely. that's kind of some of the mindset that happens. As soon as I say um, you can't go, then they well, I I'll will i will look into next year. Let's do yeah. that. So it yeah. happens, happens quicker. You get booked up quicker.
1: Well, do you think also too that that something and and here here's the philosophical aspect of the show? But we've talked about it already with with time just seems to be passing passing by us so fast do you think people are just at the point now where they're like you know what um i i'm just not going to put this off anymore i'm not putting it off i want to go hunt uh with jeff Coates, and if it means i got to book a year in advance then then so be it I, I don't care i'm just done putting things off and postponing and, and procrastinating and it's just it's just time to do it and I, and i think personally i think that got a lot to do with it especially when as as people get a little bit older i think they realize time time is a commodity right
0: yeah 100 percent, man I, I always tell people like there's i want to be here next month but there's no guarantee i'm going to be here next month so yeah. like better yeah. better do, to do what you want to do versus uh you know putting it off kind of thing
1: yeah absolutely um oh shit um so, sorry uh something just caught my eye there um so so the new pup uh, you sent me picture you sent me a video the other day and and i gotta i gotta admit i was a little i was like oh shit is there something wrong with uh with the pup's mouth i was like is the teeth not coming in or something i and i couldn't tell right and i was like i don't know what's going on in this video and and then you explained to me that karen had karen has give the approval to to move to the next step in training right
0: we can move forward. And the, one of the biggest things was, and it it came and she tried pulling on it a couple of different times, and that sucker was in there. But her her uh, lower left canine,
1: yeah. she had a
0: double. The debate the, the baby tooth just wasn't going to come out, and the okay. and the, the adult tooth was up in there. And you know, Karen's concerned it's gonna it's gonna jack her mouth up that you know the alignment and that kind of thing. And yeah. and uh, so when it, when it popped out the other day, finally, and that's when I said we we took the quick video because I was like, man, her teeth are looking good, and she yeah. got in there. And uh, she's like, it's we're, we, it's go, we can do it. You, oh. She's all good to go. So let's 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 start this process.
1: So what's the next process for you now? Is it force fetch or or just? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: I like to teach uh, the first. My my definition or my my training method of force fetching is basically working on hold a good bit. So yeah. we're, we get her up on the table and basically I just start with my my hand in her mouth on her tongue. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. The thumb on the Karen yeah. couldn't tell me. Well, to the side her, she couldn't tell me what's what's she was making up all kinds of words the you know, like other mandible and all kinds of whatever. <laughs> but you know, you, you, underneath underneath their jaw, you know, yeah. there's two jaw bones, and you can I'd say almost like really like like in yourself kind of thing. But you can get your thumb kind of in that that little bit of a groove, and yeah, you know, she doesn't like it. But put your fingers on her tongue, and that that's the way I was taught. And huh? I don't know we were counting up the other day. I mean, I haven't done a lot of dogs, but Skoda's probably like the seventh, eighth, ninth dog somewhere in there.
1: okay so different clothes different day um we had some technical difficulties so this is going to be a first Jeff because I'm going to try and put some sort of music or like intermission time in between this so ladies and gentlemen um I had some power failure yesterday when we were recording um and now here it is Sunday morning and uh Jeff's Jeff's come back on try to get this show banged out, so um, it's all good. It's all good, man. So, anyways, Jeff, we end it stopped yesterday when we were talking about Skouter, and and you were talking about you know you haven't done a lot of dogs, but I think eight dogs is a lot um, that you've trained, and and you were just you were just saying some things that you you've always done. Um, so yeah, let's pick up where where we left off yesterday
0: yep we had her up on the table this morning and uh just short short sessions of hold and and uh try to do I've, I have not been good. I wanted to do two a day one early one late and I think twice once I've gotten twice in, but other than that it's either been early or late. so this morning Karen says we're gonna do doubles today or not I said yep, let's go do it. so we did get her up on the table this morning and we will get her back up there this afternoon but um it's to me it's like it's kind of a quick process once the once the the light goes off in their head and they mm-hmm. understand, understand what's what. And yeah, she's still a very young dog, but at the same time, um, and she's a nice one. I mean, I've had, I've had, uh, the very first one wasn't necessarily all American, but I've had merit, you know, all all American labs, all black. Uh, mm-hmm. and I gotta say, man, like she's, she's gotta be right up. At least at this moment, she's gotta be right up there yeah. with her old,
1: I wanted, because I thought about it a little bit yesterday after, you know, we ended the show and you had talked about uh, when you start, you're holding your hand in her mouth and you're up underneath her mandible and stuff like that. Um, I've never seen it, nor have I ever heard of it, but that doesn't mean nothing. But could you explain the reasoning why that's that's the approach that you were shown? Like what's the reasoning behind the hand?
0: Yep. So I my my uh early on force fetching dog guru Dennis Kendall, he his idea was that a dog should be able to hold anything. So I mean from like a frozen water bottle to a hot water bottle to a piece of pipe that had sand that it, you know yep. as they go side to side it kind of changes. And again these are young dogs um so just try to i won't say try to set them up and trick them but his 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 he taught me that they should be able to hold anything mm-hmm. and and the, in the beginning you have the most control i guess you you know put a wood down your mouth you can sit there and hold it um but again he just he, he told me to do it i followed along and that's that's kind of the way i've always done it and i i do kind of think that i feel like i do have a little bit more control doing that versus that right. yeah. they're kind of maybe struggling to keep something in their mouth so um, I don't know, it, it is uh, it's just the first step, and and uh, that's the way I've kind of always done it. Like this morning, she actually almost not bit down on me, but actually kind of like yeah, yeah. it didn't she, didn't. she didn't submit 100%, still yeah. fighting it a little bit. But it, the last two, I actually kind of felt a little bit of pressure on her mouth that she was holding. And I did throw, I've got an old uh, hard, uh, I guess it's about an inch and a half diameter bumper, and I did throw that in her mouth this morning too. Just I didn't throw it in her mouth, but placed I, it in her mouth.
1: I, I know. And,
0: uh, yeah. Just to get her, you know, to see, is, is this, you know, are we, are we making any headway? So I felt pretty good about this morning. And, um, but with dog training, especially young dogs, the wheels can come off the cart at any time. So.
1: Yeah. And you know, it, it's always interesting. I love hearing other people talk about the little tips and tricks that they use because, you know, it, like the old saying, there's a million, million ways to skin a cat and, and, you know there's some fundamentals when it comes to dog training um but it's still very dependent on you know what you were shown um and and the type of dog that you have because not everything works for every single dog as much as you try to apply it um it just doesn't right so um it's pretty cool I, i i like hearing those things um because now so my dog she'll hold but she won't like after a little bit she'll just get bored and, and she, she'll stop holding you know what i mean so uh, and i just i done the whole roll the the bumper in into her mouth and and just give her a tap underneath the chin that sort of thing but i'm i'm wondering um on my next one i may try that that hand that hand in the mouth trick because i think i think you're right you just get a little bit more control um and you and you will feel you will feel it faster and easier that they're going to let go to hold when you got your hand in the mouth. so makes sense Yeah, make make like
0: you just said too i mean it, dogs are all dogs but at the same time it's it's not i think it's probably more of an art than a science just because mm-hmm. people is everybody's a little bit different the dogs each dog's a little bit different even from the same litter right so you just kind of kind of adapt a little bit and, and use the same principles but see see what works best for for the personality and the the demeanor uh yep. temper of the dog that you got. So
1: The one thing that you said um, that I really enjoyed you saying was uh, when the light comes on it, and I don't have a ton of experience on force fetch, but I've been around fellas doing force fetch and, and my good buddy, Bill Kennedy, um, he had a pup that was, it was an amazing, amazing dog. Like just was picking everything up, but the force fetch idea he was, I shouldn't say he was picking everything up. Uh, literally he was just, Mm. he was understanding things quickly, but the whole force fetch idea, like that was just, that was so foreign to this dog. And, and Bill was having some heartache, like it it was getting frustrating for him. And then one morning he said, he just, they went out and it was just going to be a simple drill. And he, and he picked it up just like that. It was like, someone turned on the switch and, and the dog was a rock star after that. It was amazing.
0: Yeah, it's, um, and I, it is. And I always tell people too, just like, you know, I'm doing the, somebody could say, Hey, you shouldn't do it twice a day. Real quick. I mean, I, I'm yeah. not doing it three minutes, right. Yeah. And all people that, you know, 10 minutes a day is better than two hours on Sunday. So just mm-hmm. a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of repetition Absolutely. Uh, you know, end it a note and let's do it again kind of thing. So,
1: yeah that was one of the things i learned fairly quickly because i i had always said no i i can't get a, a hunting dog because i can't put the time into into training it i i know it's a, it's a big responsibility and and you know but you're 100 percent right like maybe 10 15 minutes a day that's all i was doing um and just you know constantly encouraging and stuff like that, but like it wasn't hour long sessions every day, by no means, just quick little no. things just to reinforce some just reinforce some things, and like you said, repetition, repetition, and yeah, and it was it's not as as Ricky would say, it's not rocket appliances
0: there you go uh I was very fortunate back in the day to to get to. Uh, well, to get to throw birds so that I could then train my guys mm-hmm. on on his setup. At Ed Ed Forey, um, running field trials.
1: Mm-hmm. Richard
0: Barnes out for him. We train pretty much daily. And uh, you know Ed's dogs got you know maybe it was a triple and some some type of a blind a double blind work in there. And that, and that was basically you know his 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 big dogs. That's you know a triple right. or at least three three marks. Yeah, you know, two lines, and that that was the day, and and yeah. uh, I mean, he did twenty four dogs that he had to run through, but at the same time, like that's that was his that was his training for the day, you
1: know. Yeah, well, we've uh, we've got a couple of fellas that sort of kind of come out and and train with us, but their dogs are pointers, and they're part of this this Navda, um, sort of North North American Versatile Dog Association, I think, is what it stands for. Anyways, they're pointers and stuff, and they've come out training with bill and i and bill and i are exactly like what you just said um so for lander it would be a couple doubles a blind and maybe a merc and then that's it right um and and we'd be out training we and bill and i would run through the four dogs that we had in like half hour and these Mm -hmm. guys were like floored because they're training in that versatile world is, is a lot longer than what than what we were doing and they just they couldn't believe that we were our dogs were able to do the things that they were doing in short amount of time of training that we were doing
0: yep and um you know like the three marks some dogs saw it as a triple yep. younger dogs saw it as singles some mm-hmm. dogs saw it you know a double and a single or whatever or yeah you know, it, you can the, the concepts are all there but it was just kind of how how did uh depending on on what the level of the dog yep. age of the dog how how and, and or what the dog was struggling with at the time uh yep. to you know to how you how you did it but it was you know i i enjoy those days and i i can remember quite a bit from it
1: yeah um i got to tell you so two things i seen on your social media last night so the aerial the aerial view of pbhq dude that is a massive so a massive building and a massive lot of land so um i feel i kind of feel bad for you because even though i know you're going to have a lawn tractor that's a that's a big amount of grass that you're going to have to try and keep down like that that was impressive dude i didn't realize that it was as big that lot was as big as what it is
0: well it's just three and a half acres and i guess you could say just and you know everything is relative right so yeah uh, you know, we're we're coming from coming from the Ocean Pines area. That basically the house sat on the lot, so yeah, you know, the sixteenth of an acre. I tell people on this piece of property, in our development, you know, the, the we have still haven't sold in Pinto yet. Yeah, uh, but there's there's probably like there would be 18, 18 houses on this piece of property. <laughs> is, That's so, awesome. We're in a uh, highly uh, densely, uh, I won't say densely populated area, but you know it's, it's much different here to there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah of thank
0: you. So, uh, I do have to say, occasionally, I haven't done it recently because I don't. Uh, we've, we've been here, you know, more and more. Um, but there, there were some times I drive up Peerless Road and I, I almost have a, a touch of, touch of embarrassment in me of like, oh my goodness, this thing is big. <laughs> and Chris uh, Wilhelm the builder. I tell him that, and he's like, "Yeah, but this Jeff, this is what you wanted." And I was like, "Yeah, I, I know it is. I know yeah. it is." But at the same time, I still have a little bit of a conscience of like, <laughs> "Holy, holy!" And it, and it grew as we, oh, uh, of course, evolved, uh, and it got you know, the 16 foot ceilings in the shop went to 18 foot ceilings. So it does from the outside. I mean, it does. It does look big, you know, and yeah. it is. It's. I guess if you want to figure the square footage up in the thing i mean it's it's pushing like eighty two hundred square feet so
1: wow that's amazing um shit i was just gonna say something it's
0: far from done it is far from done it'll be it's it's a it, it will be a work in progress for for quite a while
1: oh yeah but you know i yesterday when you were talking on the first part of this episode you were talking about you know like it gets frustrating and and people not showing up when they're supposed to show up and and stuff like that but you know I, i'm a firm believer that that you the memories that you re, that stick with you are always the ones that are either a little bit harder or more uncomfortable or or something those are the ones the easy the easy things are easily forgotten i guess is what i'm saying yep. that, you know okay. at, so, at some point you and karen are going to sit back and just go hey remember when remember when this and uh but i remember what i was going to ask you about was quickly because we were i think we were i don't know was that one of trish's things i guess and i i just had the video i didn't i wasn't totally rude and had the sound on but your decoy room dude that's that's a that's a big improvement from the trailer
0: light years light years <laughs> of, the, of the trailer
1: <laughs> holy smoke. but again like this is what you wanted right so you you built yeah. it right the first time
0: yeah 100 we're trying to uh, uh could things have been a, a little bit different yeah but i mean for, for what we got currently it's it's good we just got the uh put a, a little one ton uh mini split in there so i've got air conditioned currently i have heat in the winter and uh i, I could t- i was in there this morning and i can tell you man like it it is nice it is nice to walk in and and not just have the the humidity of july and august here in maryland just just whack you so yeah um i'm hoping that the if you want to call it a creature creature comfort i hope it just makes me be more productive that's that's the whole idea um you know the room's still not super big it's it's 14 by 16 nine foot ceilings inside so it's got a nice piece of like you know you don't feel cramped in there um Mm -hmm. especially not when i don't but um, you know, it's just it's nice and bright, it's well lit. And I hope to in the future try to, you know, produce even even more videos, you know, then yeah. uh just kind of I mean that it's that juggling of juggling act, I guess, even just like you know, around me here of like trying to get trying to get this finished, but also trying to get get I've got a lot of orders for decoys. I've got deposits for decoys. I hate taking people's money yeah. for deposits for decoys. For hunts, I love the deposit for, for yeah. decoys not so much because it definitely puts puts the the heat pressure. on me to get it done, right um but yeah it's just kind of that big juggling act right at the moment and and like we said you know earlier that uh you know summer is flying by so it's just it's uh it uh i don't know the the, the mini split i i hate using the phrase a game changer but it's it will be that it, it applies it for me there because yeah. it's it's going to be something that really um really helps me out
1: well yeah so um, without knowing everything about the process and how you go about it, but in the trail like you weren't doing decoys in the middle of winter in Maryland out in the trailer, right?
0: No, that's I guess the as I just rambled there a couple of minutes ago. Like it's it's just going to help my motivation. It's going to keep my motivation stronger. It's going to help yeah. me be motivated to get out there because yeah, in sitting in front of a big fan in the trailer in March when it's I won't call it cold but it's definitely not hot. Yeah. You're sitting in front of a fan. It's like, who, man? Like, it's it's really you, know, you. In my, for me, I really had to be take that deep breath. Of like, I, if I was going to do that, the, yeah, I'm going to endure some some wind chill. How about right?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: And the same thing in the summer, man. Like it was like an oven in there. So yeah, this uh, again, the inside, and then definitely the mini split is 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 definitely going to help motivate me and make me more comfortable so that I can spend. Longer hours at it versus you know jumping in the trail, I can remember you know this time last year in the summer, I mean like you know four hours in the afternoon in the trailer, and I was pretty much done like i was
1: you know I was done I didn't want to do it anymore so wow, um I wanted to ask you because i haven't i I can't remember getting an update on this from you, but originally when you had planned p d h q and you were talking about you know, the, the, the end goal and, and how you wanted to do this, um, there was talk of, of accommodations for people that would come in and do hunts with you, right? Is that still the plan? And, and if so, is it it's one of those things that's not going to be ready for this season but hopefully the following? Is that how it's going to go?
0: Yes, one hundred percent. I mean, we're Aaron's off to the side here. We're we're kind of panicking, uh, off and Paulie and I, I don't know who all is coming down from PPI yeah. at the end of January, and like we're we're starting to sweat. Are, are we going to have a place for them to stay? Kind of right. it's that kind of so um, you know things are put in place, uh, the, the the groundwork, if you will, to to have it done. But yeah. it's more of do we have the checkbook to right. make it happen, and yeah. or running into the thing of like, you know, how, how slow things move. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we, we sat here yesterday for an uh, evening, kind of doing our little catch up meeting together. Just where are, are we focused and going in the right direction? You know, what yep. needs to be completed next? Um, you know, just a, a good timeline for us. And that was one of the things we talked about. Of like, you know, we kind of, there's some stress there of like, wow, you know, we, we've committed to the, the, everybody coming down and, mm-hmm. Are we going to have a? Are we going to have a place for them to stay? I mean, early on, uh, Jeff and Judy were going to come down talking about it. You know, late June or, and right about you know June yeah. and July this time yeah. period. And like we kind of laughed, like what were we thinking? That's that wasn't even yeah, it's like a pipe dream there because yeah. that wasn't not even close to a reality
1: of yeah. Of, the, I was going to say it seemed like I remember that that Jeff yep. and Judy were going to come down summertime and and hang out with you guys, but yeah, that's it's, it's but, crazy, I, man.
0: And I think I I, you know, I think I did say yesterday too, like that you know March, uh, April, end of March, beginning of April was like my my goal to to, yeah. to you know I won't say get moved in, but but be here, get the CO and be here. Yeah, you know, and then, you know, Krista Builder even said he's like I don't know about that one, Jeff. You mm-hmm. know, I like guess you got a lot to do, and uh, so you know, April first came, then okay, May first, then June first, July first, and it's like you know just again Monday yeah. becomes Friday becomes another week that you know something didn't get
1: done i got to uh i gotta give you a chance to give a shout out to the man that made that fire pit for you because that is slick buddy i seen that video this morning um thank you, you. yeah that is slick i gotta give you a chance to, sh- to give a shout out to him and, and drum up some business for him because he did a fabulous job on that
0: yeah so it it this the backstory on that is number one it's it's a fred west well it's Fre- it's a fred west john deere green John yeah. Deere green um combine rim and okay. the the interesting story there is is that this thing had 11 hours on it and I, there was something i can't remember the exact story of what up above melted down or caught on fire, but basically it set the transmission on fire, this thing with 11 hours on it, $750,000 combine. Fred Whoa. said he and his son Freddie just sat there and watched the thing burn like they they couldn't do any, anything to save it. So uh, that's the rim. That's where the rim came. So there's a little bit of backstory on that. Yeah, And then uh, this past season at PEI, when Fred and his wife, Mary Beth, were up, uh, we went over to Paulie's Maggie's Pub, mm-hmm. and Pauly had a real nice metal sign cut on the outside and fred west is west farms in frankfurt delaware um he's like man fred is a diehard hard goose
1: and
0: he's like man i want to get a west farms you know goose that's a that's a great sign paulie you know on and on and on so when he came home that was his goal to find somebody that could do this yeah and it ended up being just right up the road three miles up the road in selbyville right over state line in delaware uh walt mumford mumford sheet metal he just got his new new plasma cutter and you know it's all it was all computer computer done and like I had to say it actually has turned I'm looking at it right there, now mm-hmm. it's actually turned out better than what I had envisioned. so yeah, yeah, it's it's actually not that I didn't think it was going to be bad, but this is like, wow, you know yeah. this is it, it's, it's exactly it kind of turned out exactly what we wanted. so
1: yeah,'m I'm, uh I'm gonna so so I guess we can thank Paulie for this because Paulie started it, um, yeah. Fred got into it, now you and now I want I want a fire pit. Uh, like that, so now I've I've got to do it. it but
0: I, and actually, too, I really have to give credit to uh Buster Cooper uh in Arkansas. He has a bust bust duck lodge. And oh he, yeah, he, yeah. He had one of these, and I I even asked him like, man, where'd you get that? Like that was that'd be great to have. And he's like his his brother made it for him, and uh, so anyway, that's that's really where the seed for this was
1: was.
0: Yeah, okay. like through through Buster Cooper. So
1: okay, okay no it's awesome i love it the and the night you know you you look at it in the daytime you're like oh that looks nice it looks cool and and clean lines and everything like that but then in the nighttime with the fire um backlighting it uh it just it just shows up even more right
0: yeah 100 we can't re- wait till the temperatures break a little bit that it actually will feel good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah absolutely um what else you got that so I didn't know that Paulie and and Geoff and the boys were. Is it just the boys and their wives, or are they bringing a crew of dudes down to do a hunt in January? Uh,
0: I think. Yeah, you know, I can say the only thing in concrete is that Jeff will be here. Uh, uh, the rest of it, I'm.
1: Yeah, yeah. not,
0: sure. Yeah. not yeah. sure how it's all gonna work out, yeah, but um, I think some of it will be decided probably when we're when we're back up there late October. Uh, right. But no, I mean it, it was. It sounds like it was could have been a couple's a couple's, uh, trip. Um, it just, I don't know, like you often say, it's, it's like in not from my perspective, maybe more from Jeff's perspective, like herding cats kind of thing. Right. So
1: everybody
0: says, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, you know, who, who really in the end, who really goes kind
1: of thing. So I I can say a
0: hundred percent that Jeff will be here (laughs) as far as that
1: goes,
0: (laughs) I I would think there's a very strong possibility that, that, you know, Judy would be along with them. Yeah. i think it just depends on the kind of the, the travel arrangements how i heard some i heard some talk about possibly somebody was going to fly and not uh, oh, right. group text right now um I, I i don't know i think there's just there's a lot of talk and we'll we'll see right. we'll see if it actually how it actually shakes out but
1: yeah yeah well I, I yeah i know i know i know exactly what you're talking about so um i still got to try and figure out a way to get down there yet so yeah i i I totally get it yeah i know i got to get i got to get there and and i think it's going to be it's going to be something that's so last minute i think i think um i've got to i've got to set aside a window and just say okay when jeff calls me I've got to be able to just react within 24, 48 hours sort of deal. And just, I mean,
0: we've talked I guess, with the Eastern festival last year, the East waterfowl festival. I mean, you're not, I don't think you're more than eight hours away. Are you?
1: I know. I know. It's just, it's just doing it. That's the thing. It's just doing it. And, and, um, obviously I'd like to bring people with me then and to be a lot more fun that way. But at the end of the day, um, just like we talked about yesterday, when we did the first part, you know, being self-employed and and making your own hours and and doing your own bit, well, that get that affords you a little bit, little bit more flexibility that maybe some people don't have, right? So, um, 100%. so and it's it just got to be one of those things that that I just sit that window and and just go, okay, Jeff, here here it is. Give me forty eight hours notice, and and I'm there, and and that's yep. just the way it's going to have to be. Um, but I, I want to get down there. I tell you what I would like to do. I would love to come down and sit in the decoy room with you and, and just, and just, you know, hang out in there for, for a couple hours and just watch you do your thing. Cause that, that's something that I'm, I'm, I, I tried to get into the carving and I just got to, I guess the biggest thing I got to do is get over the fact that I'm going to make mistakes on the first, for the first little bit. Um, and it's not going to come out perfect. And, and for, I I was putting so much time trying to be perfect that, you know, a body was taking me a month just to try and get, and, and not even, and still not close to being finished. You know what I mean? I was just, I got to get over that fear and just do it and and stuff like that. But that, that would be, that would be my goal to come down, sit in the decoy room and of course, um, get out on a hunt. But I gotta ask you that this is a good question. You should you sent me a video of this like a a biscuit maker or something. What was that? (laughs) What is that thing?
0: That is the duck blind bistro. It's badass man. Um (laughs) it's it's uh two uh John Paul and Jay from northeast Alabama. Uh they were just looking for a better way to enjoy cooking in their yeah. duck blunt that's that's what they came up with so um it's it's a really i mean it's at, at first i was like yeah you know yeah yeah but like especially at the house here right yeah you can yeah. we can just put biscuits in the oven and be done with it but i'm telling you this thing on the stove top on a burner you can do eight biscuits in eight minutes because it's about four minutes on each side it's simple and easy easy and simple and there's there's no no mess no well it, yes obviously i have to have to clean right. out, clean out when you get done with it. But it's not, it's not a big process to do biscuits. And my mom loves biscuits and we're, yeah. you know, $2 and 39 cents U S you got, you got a, a eight pack of Pillsbury and you throw those things in there. And, and uh, they call it the ultimate outdoor oven. They have a, a small companion grill that goes with it. And uh, they've got a couple other neat things in, in the works that, that will come out shortly. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, I'm definitely, definitely it'll be used in the world's largest duck boat this year. That's um, awesome. I just haven't figured it out. Good, I'm sorry.
1: So that's so for a heat source, are you just using like a Coleman stove?
0: Well, in the in the boat, I will be yeah. using basically a propane burner, right? Yeah. But yeah, I'm okay. talking about here, here at the house, like right on on the stove top, on the flame, uh, on yep. the fire, pit, on the we did the first time we used it, we actually, um, well, not the very first time, but we when they sent the companion grill we We busted that out. We did burgers on it. And at the same time, you know it's it just needs heat. It's any yeah. type of heat versus this thing, this thing this thing is 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 the bomb
1: that's that's so for anybody that now that people are listening and they hear this, so if they if they went on Google and just typed in the duck the duck line bistro, would that would that pull it up for them? Yes, it will. yeah, okay. so go check it out. <laughs> I'm telling you um you probably don't know what we're talking about here but once you check it out it is it is pretty cool jeff sent me the video i'm like what in the fuck is he what's he doing now um
0: simple simple. we did a uh we've done quite a couple different tests in it karen did some uh egg ham and cheese like breakfast sandwiches one morning in it really Uh, we did a uh we did like more well not really pizza more like a calzone right um we've done, we've done that a couple times and just trying to uh i we were joking around but whether it's it's r&d research and development or E T&E testing and evaluation so i think we're <laughs> testing and evaluating how we want to try to what what i want to try to use this in the duck boat for this yeah. season so it's a really cool pr- product um it's 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 check it out bistro yep. b-i-s-t-r-o duck blind bistro
1: yeah no i absolutely i gotta check it i bet you just thinking about it, I bet you you could probably make a pretty sick omelet in that thing, and and it wouldn't, and it would take you like a minute to do it because you're you're yeah, right that, on that it, plane. It,
0: uh, like on on their on their Instagram feed especially. Um, so it's it's a hinged unit, so it kind of yeah. got hinges on. And it's, it's a closed like think about two pans that go together like mm-hmm. cast, cast iron pans if you will skillets go together but basically you can take it apart and I we have not done it yet but they're like doing bacon and they're doing sausage and in like in the halves of it when they would take it apart so it kind of turns into just basically a cooking pan too but oh. that's and that's kind of the concept of you know in the duck blind or you know camping out outdoors like you can it's it's very versatile hundred percent okay
1: cool I yeah I gotta go I gotta go check out. I haven't checked out their socials. Uh, order website or anything i just seen seen the video that you done so i was like okay i gotta i gotta check this thing I, I gotta see what he's up to this time and and i know you know and and this just goes along more with the experience that you provide the hunters that that come out with you right because you're out you're out on the north atlantic um in the fall winds whipping by not always the nicest day um, And you always you you always do your your chowder, and now if you can have a hot biscuit with your chowder, oh, buddy, I think that it's okay. to, I think it's going
0: be, it's going to be a good good hunting season. It's going yeah. to be a good eating season in the good duck boat boat. season. Yeah,
1: no. That anyway. no, that's awesome, buddy. Um, I I think I think we're close to our uh, to our hour mark. Uh, I I think um so we could be a few minutes, a few minutes under, but uh i I think we're close so and and I gotta say, I gotta thank you for you know yesterday coming on cause I know how busy you guys are, and you came on yesterday and then I lost my power, and then you came back on again this morning again, no knowing, knowing full well how busy that you guys are. Um, I can't so thank clear. you enough, but you you always. Whenever I ask you, you you never say no. You're always willing to come on, and and you don't know how much I appreciate it.
0: We appreciate you. If if I could just take a minute just yeah, to say, absolutely. Uh, We we have revamped the Pit Boss podcast. Karen, I won't say she's my my sidekick because yeah. it's we doing it together. So we have we have revamped the Pit Boss podcast. It's brought to you by the title sponsors, Molly's Play Sporting Goods as well as other sponsors. There's locally here crabs to go, duck water boats, um, uh dirty duck coffee. There's yeah. something we're gonna we're kind of really excited about there that uh, we we're, we're gonna announce here shortly.
1: Okay. Um
0: and um uh, who am I forgetting? Uh um uh, uh Duck Blind Bistro is the sponsor, as yeah. well as Karen Whaleyville Wagontail. So we're we're doing that. We we uh, we took a page out of your your book Damon and tried to get a well be structured the structure was my biggest my biggest yep. issue before i've tried to really with karen cracking the whip on me um she can hear me off to the side here but yeah yeah so we, we do that and we're having fun with that so uh so we got that going on and, and other than that man just things are things are, things are well and we're just if, if no, anything the, like i said earlier summer's kind of flying by
1: no i'm glad you brought it up because i meant to ask about about the podcast and and i never made a note about it and and it just totally slipped my mind but um i gotta admit i haven't gotten to to do a deep dive into them yet but your your range of guests like you got good storytellers like you got good people coming on the show right it's not a it's not a monotone it's entertainment and i think that's you you see a lot of it seems like the podcast world is growing and growing daily um especially in this industry right you're starting to see a lot of people doing it and and it's great because it's given so many options but um and and not slagging anybody but but there needs to be an entertainment value there right and and that's what you're doing, the guests that you're bringing on, like they're good storytellers, and it's and it's entertaining, and and it's good, and there's some history there, and and I like it. I like the fact that you do it right out on your front veranda there, if that's the right word for it. That's what I would call it. But um, yep. you know, out on your front veranda, you and Karen, and and you just do your thing, and and it's awesome. And and like I said, it is entertaining. And, and I and I urge anybody that's listening to to go check it back out. Um, because I know I know you have tried a couple times and then you and I tried to do the Pit Boss Punisher, uh, the PNP, PNP? podcast. But uh, you know, what you got going on now, yeah, the people should check it out because it is it is good entertainment.
0: Thank you, thank you. And that's that to me is are we gonna talk about waterfowl and hunting? Sure. And we have, but it's it's more of sometimes it's just go off on a tangent i you know i'm easy yeah. I, I mean, to get off on a tangent and it's very nice to have somebody sitting here some of them in the future they will not be uh yeah. we're going to attempt to, attempt to get g off on this afternoon uh, okay. and 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 do one so that one obviously he is not going to be here but it, it has been cool to have people actually sit down yeah and try to you know there's there's pe- the people that have had a uh, big bird cropper i mean he he if you saw that episode it's a, yep. it's a pretty Pretty entertaining episode as big bird will tell you i, I called him a, a a local and he corrected me and said he's a native a native, <laughs> a native <laughs> of the earth there's not many there's, there's not many people that i think that are uh it, it, ocean city maryland you know everybody for the western shore wants to be on the eastern shore kind of thing right so right there's not a lot of us i'm not from here right so right. Uh, it's definitely not from here you know yeah. australia is far away but you know big bird grew up here croppers a, a, is a is a very um uh, uh,
1: in, prominent name
0: yeah rooted into into the community and, and yeah. it was a good episode yeah. man he, he's yeah i want to get him back on because there's just I, I know more of the stories that he could tell yeah, we just, you know, we just do want to make it, you know, go on and on and on and on. So it'd be, no,
1: you got to keep people coming, wanting to come back for more, buddy. That's, that's, that's the trick. So no, good.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're, we're into that. And like I said, uh, I've committed to a Monday show for 52 weeks, which started June 17th. if That's my okay. Walter like, the 17th, somewhere in there is a Monday. And, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see uh, maybe slight challenging once, once duck season gets here, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah, it, it, it do, but it's, you know, the, the, if I could give you any, any, Please do. it's not, it's not advice. It's just, you know, um, sometimes it can be like, oh, I got to go do a show and I'm busy and stuff like that. But then you think about, you think about the guests that you have on and you just know that, Oh, this is going to be a fun time. And that's, that's ultimately what it is. Because sometimes I'm just like, man, I, I'm just busy. Um, But then I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a fun one because I get to ask some questions that, that I've been wondering. And if I'm wondering them, chances are somebody else's. So that that's, yep. you know, the, the, the people that come on is what make it fun. Right. Um, yep. we, so. we try
0: to do, we try to do like a Wednesday, a, a shorty on Wednesday.
1: And okay.
0: I, I I don't want to, yes, we have sponsors, but I don't want to make it, I don't want the podcast to be, you got to go buy from our yes. sponsors. I, I, yeah. That's not, that's not the, that that's not my mentality. Right. Yep. But at yep. the same time, we definitely want to thank the sponsors, the of people course. that are the sponsors. So I was like, Hey, let's do like, we'll do a quick shorty on, on Wednesday and like call it like the sponsor highlight kind of thing. And we can talk about, you basically yeah. talk about the sponsor themselves. And uh, so we did one, we are, you know, hot, sweaty. You're talking about motivation, right? That's where I'm trying yep. to go with this. Motivated, yep. Like Karen, we got to do this. And she's like, ah, you know, she wasn't into it. it was, you know, a long day. We procrastinated, tried you we know, were doing other things yep. and we did it. And, and like, we both kind of at, at the end of it, like, well, that sucked. Like that was not, you know, that was not good. Kind of went, went to sleep thinking that way. I woke up the next morning to edit it and I went through it. Except good. for me, except for me saying I, why I said, well, and I I'm not gonna say what yeah. I said, but yeah. Um, I, I, it was a, a a key and peel um skit okay on yeah. YouTube. And basically they were talking about vaginas and I I made a reference that like Karen and I or mine should be synced up like they said yeah. that vaginas sync up. And I said I had a vagina. So Karen, I, I know, why, why did <laughs> I I'm definitely gonna look that out. So like edited that out, but I was like, damn Karen, look at this. This was we thought it sucked yesterday. because yeah. we weren't in a good mood. I was like this is a really good little, a little short episode. So yeah. it, it is now where I'm trying to go with this is yes. Motivation is, is it, you got to take the time to do it. Uh, I agree with you hundred percent and that day, like Karen, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. And she was not into doing it. And it turned, I think it turned out to be pretty good.
1: Well, and, and that just makes, that makes it easier the next time when you're not feeling down for it, right? You just, I oh, remember the last time we thought it was going to be, it was going to be sucky and and it turned out to be a great episode. So let's let's go do it. Yeah. No, it's awesome, buddy. I'm 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 happy for you. I'm glad that Bye. you're I'm I'm glad that you know you're in you're into the house now. Um it's not it's not finished, but you're in there and it'll make life a little bit easier for you come this season. You know, you're not the, the boat'll be right there with you. Everything is everything is all within reach now. Um and then once the season comes you know i i look forward every morning i look forward to your videos every morning when you're in the truck and 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 i you know without without being on the eastern shore um you know you get an idea of what what's going on every day like there's no questions asked like this is the weather today and this is this is how the shooting went um and i love it and and i know and and we've talked about it before like you you're your social media, your, your, uh, analytics, like they spike in, in, in the season, right? Like you, you got, yeah. You like to... it, so, you know, th- th- there's, there's so many people that are like me that are living vicariously through your videos. Right. So buddy, I'm happy for you. I, I really am. And, and I can't wait. I can't wait to see what this season brings. And I, I, and I still just, I like, i we live so far apart, but I know I still know just as much about you because I'm I'm watching all your videos, anyways. So, um, it's great, buddy. I appreciate it.
0: I appreciate it. Thank you for following along with us. And and you know, I I love technology, and and just things keep getting better and better. So
1: yeah, you,
0: know, you got to use use what's available to you, and you know, um, absolutely.
1: There's a and- lot there's
0: a lot of negative out there, but you can. You can make a lot of positive out of it too.
1: So absolutely, man. And I think that, I think that's one of the, the biggest um, responsibilities as, as me, you and anybody that's, that's doing these podcasts and social media and doing these posts and stuff, there is, there's too much negative out in the world and and there's too much, um, there's too much positive that is just getting hidden away and and it's our responsibility to bring it to the forefront and and i think that's what you're doing i'm doing and and so many more people within this within this social media world and in the waterfowling world i guess they're trying to do so that's enough of me rambling on
0: it's all good man like i said there's there's of got me man a big old horse fly right on top Uh, of me um got me uh you got me good um yeah, there's a lot of negative out there, but just keep it keep it on the positive side and and just keep you know keep keep moving and keep going. I uh we will have you on if you'd like. I got yeah. it, and I can tell you more about it later. I want to use I want to try to and and Gio's going to be a little twofold this afternoon. Number one, it's a different it's a different platform. I'm going to try recording with okay. him. Yep. Um, because I do want I do want good video. I do want good audio. And uh, in the sec well once if if this works well twofold. Number one, he's going to be a test for us and we do have uh, you know, we're gonna talk about our our trip up. Um and and Jeff's doing a little bit more guiding this year on PEI. So we want to talk okay. about that. Um, but at the same time, uh, try to uh dial in. Um it's it's not much different than what you're using right now, but I just right. do something something a little different that I I, yeah. I need I need to be feel more confident and comfortable with, and then I'm I'm I'll be able to do do more better better um uh, better production, I think is okay. probably what, what
1: okay. I'm trying to say. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. Anytime, buddy. Uh, anytime you need anything from me, just ask I'm, I'm thank there. You, you. I'm there with, with bells on. Awesome. We appreciate you. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this was part two of episode 153. <laughs> um, let's see if my editing, uh, skills can, can put in some intermission sort of thing. If not, you'll know that I failed miserably and I just gave up on the idea. Um, uh, but everybody, uh, Jeff Coates, check out his new podcast. Check them out if you're not following him on on social media already. Um, I don't know what you're doing because it, it it's good entertainment. Regardless, if it's if it's cooking, if it's if it's augering holes in the ground for a fence post, <laughs> no matter what it is, it's it's good entertainment. So so go check Jeff out and Karen and and watch their their you know you can watch life right on social media what you guys are doing because you you document pretty much everything that you guys do and and it's always interesting stuff so go check them out jeff buddy you are the unofficial sixth member of this of this show you always have been you always will be um we can't thank you i can't thank you enough i know the boys wish they could be on today but uh their lives are just as crazy as what ours are uh actually crazier i would think so um yeah Thanks, buddy, for coming on.
0: Thank you very much, man. I appreciate you. Thinking of you, we are. Boom.
1: Big love. Don't be a douchebag to people. Be nice to one another and uh, put some positivity out in the world. Surround yourself with good people. This was episode 153. Until next time.